Hello, listeners. This is Audioface, a podcast all about story. Last week, we began talking with my wonderful friend and Emmy Award-winning producer, Ken Fay. In that conversation, he shared his early start into the world of visual storytelling, as well as his perspective on why the ability to tell a great story is so powerful. You know, listen, I, I've always broken stories down into the three essential parts of it. There's a setup, there's a turn, and there's a transformation. The, the setup is everything, right? It's the people, the places, the faces, the spaces, right? You set up the story. They see where they are, they see what's happening, they see what the narrative is starting to become, right? That's the setup. Then there's a moment in the story where you have a turn, but it's a turn in your audience as well, where they're like, oh, I didn't see that coming, or oh my goodness, I hope that person, I hope this is going to be okay. You know, whatever the turn is, there's a moment where your audience has grabbed on and embraced your setup. Yeah. And now there comes this transformative moment, transformation in your narrative arc. Whatever that transformative thing is, it's in the transformation is where you can make change. And so you can have your audience be right there with them, right? That's like the, the other character in your story is your audience. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, do it now. You don't want to miss it. So today, we're picking up from where we left off. Now let's get started. Well, I've got Emmy Award-winning producer Ken Fay here. And to recall what you had talked about with set up the turn and the change in the storytelling and how the story we tell can affect people there is a saying like as a storyteller you have to have a certain uh sense of responsibility to the story and because story is a force for change do you believe that we have to sometimes be careful with the stories that we tell because of their potential for change whether positive or negative what's your view on that yeah another good question caleb you know um you always have a responsibility for what you do. Um, and every story has a form in which to be told. Mm. Um, or a place. Yeah, you know, or a place, right? Or a way to be told or a way to be presented. Um, I would just say, you know, stick with the facts of that story. You don't need to embellish stories. Um, mm. You really don't because... So much of it is a shared human experience, as I was saying, and people can relate to that. So tell the story for what the story is. Give the story the time it needs to be told. Um, but realize, yeah, as a storyteller, you have a responsibility for that, um, you know, in, in a lot of ways. And, you know, people will, will watch things and see things and they'll take it and go off in their own directions with it. Right. You don't have control over all of it. Uh, right. Yeah. But, you know, the way you set it up and set it out there, you know. Uh, try to take some pride in that craft and, you know, pay attention to the story. Um, one thing about, you know, all the technology that we have is great stuff. I mean, we can tell stories in so many different directions now than we could, but what does it come back to? Is it all, is it all just, what is it? Is it technique? Is it, is it character development? What, I mean, it all plays a part. Right. And so, mm. Remember, remember that you're speaking to a human audience when you tell your human story. You know, it needs to be uh, relatable, relatable, and it goes a long way. You know, and you know, stories can be used for all sorts of things, man. You know, it has been done in history, right? There's propaganda, and there's there's hate speech, and there's all sorts of stuff that stories can be utilized for. You know, and and there's other things that stories can be done with, right? That just the opposite of all that. So, it you know what. 
is your what is your audience? Why are you telling the story? What is your message? What are you hoping to? What's the response you're hoping for in your storytelling? Yeah. You know, yeah. keeping those things in mind for any storyteller will help them tell their story, whatever that story is. Um, but uh, generally speaking, though, right? I mean, you know, stories are what we gather around, as you mentioned, we gather around the old the fireplace spout, right? And right. we we tell each other stories, you know, and our stories sometimes are our own lives, right? That we're talking about. But uh, you can't. And it's something you know that if if um, all this technology went away today, we would still we would go back to telling stories like that. Would that's a form of entertainment? That's a form of oh, yeah. coping that won't go away. Yep, that's part of our human condition is to you know to interact with one another and to share with one another and that sharing can become a story of entertainment or some story of, of uh, education or instruction mm. um, and how you tell that to engage that audience matters. Right. So, yeah. you know, and that's why we love, you know, you know, <laughs> some people love a good ghost story because the way it's told, right. Or they love that beautiful Christmas story because it's just so heartfelt. And yeah. how many times, you know, people even just speaking of holidays around any holiday for anyone, there's certain stories that people want to be told again and again and again and again, right? <laughs> whatever that yeah. is, whatever, story, yeah. whatever holiday, whatever. It is. And why is that, right? Or, you know, when you catch up with a good friend, man, sometimes you talk about those old times. You could talk about those times 40, 50 times in a row. They don't get old. Um, and there's always a desire to like embellish stories just to make it more interesting because like sure. you want it to be interesting or. Yeah, you know. But you're, you're reliving a moment. There's, a, there's yeah. a psychology to that, right? There's a science to that. There's that thing yeah. in us that if, if we start describing this beautiful field with the sun just warm on your back and you're walking through these tall grasses and, you're, and your hand is passing over the very soft, fuzzy tops of those grass, you could almost feel yourself there, right? If you tell it right. in all those ways. So if you've ever walked in a field like that and felt the warm sun on your back and had your hand in the grass, there's a psychological thing that happens in your own system, you know, that your brain is remembering and coming back to memory. Oh, I remember you, that. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you're using words that are familiar to hopefully the audience. Yeah. Um, it's like you're not asking a blind person to describe a color to you, something they've never seen before. Like you're using words for on purpose to be able to pull your audience in yeah. uh, to get them invested. And they experience it, right? Yeah. They actually experience that feeling and they can feel the warmth of the sun on their back. You know, that's, that, that's pretty cool. You know, that's part of storytelling. And, you know, and, and in our world, in our professional world, we take that to a whole nother level of in the visual arts where I have to show that, have you feel that and experience that and be moved by that and, and have some reason for that, you know, and, you know, (laughs) And hopefully that that reason ends up to another reason, which ends up to you wanting to watch the rest of the film or a story or commercial or whatever it is. And you come away with it, with something, you know, and uh, you remember what what the point is. Right. So it's a great topic. Storytelling is huge and heart centered storytelling is is moving. And there's a lot of science. There's a lot to this, Caleb. It's, it's like this is a great subject. There's a lot we can talk about. I'm hoping so. Yeah. The science and art of storytelling. Wow. There's a lot. And I bet there's a lot yeah. of people in your audience that are all like, they're all in it too. You know, they know this, they're, they're, they're experiencing it. And 
they have their own look at it and they're, they're saying, yeah. And then, and then this, you know, I mean, there's a lot out there about this. To that point. So uh, there's so many people who love to hear stories. We love watching movies. We love listening to audiobooks and reading books and, and, and writing. What made you choose to get into storytelling and to choose the mode of storytelling that you either chose or got or got pushed into or got into or was how does that work storytelling is an art is an art right um i'm drawn to the arts overall overall of it i am drawn to the arts i've always been you know into the arts whether it's be painting or music or or story or what have you and you know there's there's something about that that elevates the human spirit right and if it's done that way and so I always, I've always been drawn to that, to that aspect of storytelling. And it's allowed me to, this, this kind of piece of it all has allowed me to work that in my life as a career, to be drawn to the arts, to, to incorporate all of that into something visual is, is, is inspiring to me. It's kind of like, mm. it's kind of like, you know, breathing for me. It's just, it's just something that I, I enjoy doing, I have a passion for, I love doing it. I've always been around it or a part of it. And pretty much everyone I know has been around it or a part of it. And, uh, you know, uh, the best conversations come from that. And just the lifting of, of the human spirit um, in storytelling, you know, there's something about that, right? Um, mm. I mean, yeah, it can be biblically based. If you're, if you, if you follow that tenets of faith, it could be, right encouraging one another in that right and and lifting each other up but uh there's more to it there's there's that and there's and there's much more to it it's it's uh it's it can be a lens in how you see the world but it could be a lens of hope in a world that can often you can often come away with that doesn't seem to have any right and a lot of times like we don't we aren't creating for anyone else we're sometimes just creating for ourselves and sometimes that's true. I mean, sometimes that's true. You don't need to have a giant audience. Um, do your art because it's art to do, right? I mean, mm-hmm. do it because it's it gives you joy and passion. And, you know, do your art, whatever that is. Dance, sing, play, uh, music, uh, you know, do video, do do audio, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, it's compose. But create. Creating is like life, right? And. Yeah create things and send things out into the world, you know, and, and, uh, it's okay, you know, and it, it also, it also helps you grow as an individual. Um, and it, it can help a community grow and you don't have to start big. You can start small, start small, just, just do just what start. you love. Just start. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Every yeah. story begins with in the beginning <laughs> or it was a dark <laughs> and stormy night. There had to be a beginning somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful, beautiful, sunny day when this happened. You know, or a funny thing happened to me on the way to whatever. It's just start. Just yeah. start telling the story. And the story will follow. And infuse in that story your passion. And uh, experience will follow as well. Oh, yeah, well, well we can do a whole nother hour, three or four thousand hours of, <laughs> of oh, um, man. successes yeah. and failures, you know. Yeah. But, but honestly, it's just start. Start where you're at. Failing quickly and failing often. Failing forward, right? Fail yeah. forward. Yeah. Start where you are right now uh, in your storytelling and uh, meet your story where it is today. 
and uh, just start telling it. Honestly, that's <laughs> that's the way to start. That's how I started doing it. Uh, that's how Robin Hood kicked in the gear. We just started <laughs> telling the story. So, you know, that's that's it. Yeah, that's really good. Nice. A, a question I always love asking people after hearing their life stories, especially in relation to the field of work that they got into is, what did you see yourself doing when you were younger, career-wise? And how does it change to what you're doing now? Yeah, well, I thought it was going to be Superman, so that didn't work out. <laughs> you, you know, as a kid, I'm like, I'm going to be a superhero with a cape and everything. So actually, you got pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, you know, I, there was a time in my life, you know, of course, you could, there's a lot of ways to answer this question. And, you know, my parents were very influential in my life and so mm. you know my dad um you know in the it, when he was in the army he was a medic and i wanted to i wanted to kind of follow that through and i wanted to be a doctor right so mm. there was a time in my life like i'm gonna go into medicine and uh i started that track for just a little tiny bit <laughs> and i took i took a class on television systems and uh and then that totally changed everything for me because I found again that passion mm. of storytelling not that you can't tell a story as a doctor or someone in medicine of course you know we need we need people like that it's just I just found it to, that somehow it just connected with it just aligned with who so you were yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and then I remember just coming back home uh this is in college and I said hey I'm going into television um and I remember my parents saying good for you we don't really oh, understand good. it. We don't that's understand easy. it or understand why, but listen, yeah. we'll support you. We'll support you. That's awesome. And that's that's what happened, you know. So, you know, it's just a matter of of aligning yourself to what your passions in this life are. And when you align that and you're sitting in the right seat on the bus, there's nothing that can stop you. Did you find that there was a in this critical moment of in your life of going from potentially into the medical field and then switching gears and going into television, that there was a discrepancy in either passion versus innate skill set? Hmm, good question. I was, I was pretty well dedicated to both in the start of it all, right? And okay. I think the, I guess for me, I mean, there's no really wrong way to answer this. I think for me, it was an innate passion that came forward. Okay. That said, you know, television and the visual arts is where you should go. I just felt that calling to go that direction. And uh, it was enough of a passion to get past any lack of skill in the, yeah. in the <laughs> forefront. Listen, we were always learning, man. Um, <laughs> right. Even as, you know, as, as I've done this in my career, I'm always learning. I love that part. You have to love to yeah. learn. Um, Every day. Whatever you do, man. Yeah. So yeah. no matter what stage of it you're at, you have to love to learn. And so. Um, the love of learning, the love of trying stuff new, the love of not being afraid to fail and the passion that aligns with who you are and, and your heart of what you want to do in this life. Yeah. That becomes the thing, right? That, that's what pulls you through, right? Any of those barriers. And so mm. it's just finding that space and then, you know, enjoy the ride, enjoy the yeah. ride. Yeah. That's awesome. One final question and we'll wrap up here. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? getting started start sooner <laughs> um, yeah no uh you know partly would be start sooner but you know honestly learn as much as you can 
about everything you can. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was, you know, <laughs> lucky and blessed that I got a chance to be around some really great people in my career. I learned a lot from those folks. And so don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, start where you are. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Right. And just start to grow and network it and be good to people. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, you know, it just, really is about who, you know, unfortunately, oh, well, a little, there's a lot of that, but develop solid, genuine relationships with people and, yeah. and be true to that, you know, and be true to yourself, you know, don't get yeah. caught up in all of it. You know, there's, it's, you know, there's a lot of glitz, glamour and, and shiny things out there, you know, so stay true to where you are at and find yeah. your voice, you know, because you want to find out as soon and as early as possible, whether this is the direction you want to go in for any career choice. Oh, anything. Yeah. And anything. that's why, I mean, you would suggest, you know, starting sooner, but also failing forward as quickly as possible. Discover if the passion is strong enough to get you through to success. Yeah. And, and don't be hard on yourself. Take yeah. it easy on yourself. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. Take it yeah. easy. It's okay to fail. And it's okay to You've fail. never done this before. It's okay to suck at start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. learn from those around you and ask questions. And listen, I'm, I'm available to any of your listeners if they want to chat. Um, we can figure out a way to get my information out there, but you know, I'm Absolutely. happy, you know, especially if they're just starting in their careers. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah because we, there's the thing, you know, I got a lot, a lot left to do a lot, a lot more stories to tell and, you know, and uh, it, it's, it takes, it, it's a community. It's a really, it's a, it's a community and it's a very yeah. small world, the world in which we're in, in our industry, yeah. you know, um, once you start looking at it, you realize how small it is. Yeah. And we do need each other. So, you know, so I'm way open, way open to the collaboration and, and talk and chat, you know, and, and I'm sure you'll have links, but you know, it, that's a good thing. It's a good thing to yeah. reach out, you know? Well, Ken, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today and, and uh, sharing your story and your experience and advice that you have for, for those listening and potentially considering getting into the storytelling industry as it is. And um, if there are those who would be interested in getting a hold of you for corporate work or just to hear your story again or to get advice, how, what's the best way to get a hold of you? I appreciate that. Yeah, they could they can email me, actually. Um, my email is krfcreatives at gmail.com. And that's K as in kilo, R as in Romeo, F as in Foxtrot, KRF, and then creatives with an S at gmail.com. So you can email me at KRF creatives. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at KRF creatives as well. Um, and I am also on LinkedIn. You can find me there just under my name, Ken Fay. You'll find Perfect. me there. And so, and yeah, and we'll have all of that information in, in the description of the, this episode um, for you guys to, to find that as well as a little breakdown on our Instagram page. Yeah. So you're, I mean, obviously somebody could come up to you and say, hey, I would love for you to write a novel for me. Great. I'm sure you'd be open to that. But is there anything that you're a little bit more uh, looking for, uh, what you can specifically help people out with project-wise? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I, I create I create the visual arts for the most part, right? But I'm a, I'm a seasoned script writer and a, and a writer um, as well uh, for messaging. Um, I'm a seasoned uh, director for television or film. Um, I'm a seasoned producer uh, for television or film um, or video productions of any sort. I'm also a 
uh, a mentor, uh, a teacher. So I can, I can teach a group or a mentor a, a group or a project. I'm a consultant. Um, I also have a, a huge network of folks that I'm connected with that uh, I can bring in and scale up or scale down depending on what production needs are for a project. So there's really not anything that I can't help somebody with at this point. It's just a matter of whatever the project is and talking it through, you know, and I love networking with people. I love meeting new people. I love learning from people and uh, I'm open. I'm open. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Ken. And uh, I uh, will look forward to hopefully having you back on again soon. Thank you for your time and we'll talk to you soon. Caleb, thank Thank you. you very much. Thanks everybody for listening. Keep telling your story. Thank you for joining us for today's conclusion to the two-part interview with Emmy Award-winning producer, Ken Fay. This has been an Audio Phase podcast. And by clicking the follow button, it's you as a listener reaching out to us and saying, hey, we like what you're doing. Plus, it helps the channel. And we really appreciate that. Make sure to hit the bell icon to be notified of new releases every Monday. And also, join our Instagram community at Audio Phase Podcast to get notified of upcoming releases as well as access to bonus content. Make sure to join us next Monday for an all-new episode. You're listening to Audio Face.